Namaster. What's up? Hello. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. This is a podcast about spirituality. Some say it's funny and some don't say anything at all. If you would like to say something nice, feel free to leave a review on iTunes. And also, if you wish to join my Patreon, you will receive lots of great benefits such as patreon.com slash ATSM for a thousand serious moves, and you shall see all the different levels and benefits. For $100 a month, this is the special tier, which would be that I would do a monthly reading with you every month, and then you would also get a um, the R bonus RSS feed as well as a bunch of other really cool shite, cool stuff, cool shit. And uh, that's cool. All right. So promo time is done. And except, no, it's not. Because I actually did add some new art pieces to my Etsy shop. So that's a great way for us to both benefit as well. Is uh, There's some Sator squares I made on there, which are like these magical word squares. That um, they serve a lot of purposes, but there's you could call them a general house blessing, but... A Sator square has also been known to, um, if you throw it on a fire, it's like against conflagration. So it's like against fires. It has also some healing purposes, but I made some Sator squares that you could hang up in your house um, and it serves as a house blessing. So etsy.com slash shop slash Hanael777. That's H-A-N-A-E-L-777. I'll try to remember to put that in the show link, but you can always re-listen and share with your friends. Alrighty. So, I don't know what's going on in the world, guys. I mean, I stay pretty unplugged. I hear shit's cray out there. <laughs> it's like, I, I used to have a Twitter, and then I had gotten off Twitter when I was doing my, you know, spiritual pursuits and got off social media for six months. And then they like Twitter, like just deleted my Twitter, which so, you know, sometimes God does for us what we cannot do for ourselves. <laughs> so uh, um, for multiple reasons, you know, and so I haven't been on Twitter. I used to like think the news was like really cool and like important. And then one day I took mushrooms and started listening to disco. And I was like, mm, I think I'm going to go with this instead. So I've basically been doing mushrooms and listening to disco since um, 2016. <laughs> um, just kidding. You know, mushrooms are totally legal. I mean, I'm talking about reishi. I'm talking about button, portobello. I mean, they're really good for you. So um, anyway, I hear the world is burning. You know, I get my news from Tim Dillon. I get my news from comedians and from astrology. And that seems to keep me pretty sane. Um, you know, it does help that I live far away from the city. But, you know, I'm in a New York state of mind. So maybe if you're in New York, you can have an East Texas state of mind. Um, or you could move to somewhere that maybe will feel safe in the next few years. You know, somewhere that you feel like... You know, you can live the life that you have always dreamed of living that, you know, the future is uncertain. And, you know, who cares what other people think? 
So I don't know. I'm just telling you my life story and projecting it onto you. So, but sometimes it's good to know that we're not alone and that it's okay to let go of what we think the future was going to be. Um, because in these times, there's a lot of things, I guess, getting thrown up in the air and then like seeing where it lands. And then we were throwing it up in the air and seeing where it lands. And so some people are choosing violence as a means of renewal. And, you know, we will all go through our own process of awakening. You know, they say that there might be like a splitting of timelines and that that's what the book of Revelation is about and that one could say, perhaps figuratively, that the book of Revelation is being played out right now and that we will live in the new Jerusalem here and now in our bodies. I think they're saying perhaps that when they talk about the rapture is that some of us are living in a state of rapture while many others are caught in the solely three dimensions. And I don't think that that's anybody's to blame because everything happens in time. And so trying to force things one way or the other is to try and live in fear rather than faith. I know all the things that I'm saying are kind of seemingly all over the place, but it's like scattering, it's like Easter egg hunting, perhaps, that you just take what you like and leave the rest, and then you can always re-listen and see what resonates later. So I think it's pretty good to stay unplugged, you know, other than, I do a little Instagram, but even that's starting to make me feel a little sick. I'm just trying to do my part in promoting my podcast um, for now, you know, we'll see what happens. All of my needs are met. The Lord provides for me, and I have no complaints, truly, and it really helps that every day I just walk this spiritual path that's like I'm looking to soothe my soul, and so cutting out a lot of the noise and the pain and the fear, it's like if I'm a patient in the intensive care unit, or I'm thinking about myself as a little child, that I'm caring for myself, like how a baby nursery would be really calm and quiet and we have kind of our meal times. That's kind of where I am in my process of healing is like just treating myself with a lot of kindness. And so thank you for listening. And here we are now at Psalm 130. This, I would love to say, is a great psalm, and so I'm saying it. If you wish to leave a besieged city in safety without being noticed by the sentries, then recite Psalm 130 for, uh, to each of the four quarters of the earth, and that will enable you to leave the besieged city safely. So let's say... Hypothetically speaking, New York State enforces some draconian laws. And let's say that you need to leave New York State and want to find refuge in a place of freedom, also known as 
Texas. And you're not sure if you're going to make it through the airport safely or maybe somebody's going to check you for something. This is a hypothetical scenario. Then you would pray Psalm 130 to the four quarters of the earth. So you would pray, it, I would say, start facing east. I would say start facing east. There's a compass on your phone. So face the east, which is the direction that the sun rises. And then you face the east and you say Psalm 130. And then you turn to your right, to the south, and then you say Psalm 130. And then you turn around again and you're facing the west, which is where the sun sets. And then you say Psalm 130. And then you turn again to your right one more time and face the north and recite Psalm 130. I would say turn back around to the east and say a prayer just for good measure, asking to leave the besieged city safely. And that might be actually very helpful for you should things come to that. If they do, you are safe. We are safe. The Lord is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. And so, here now I shall recite Psalm 130 for you. I'll just do it one time. Okay. Out of the depths I have cried to you, O Lord. Lord, Hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If you, Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with you that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I do hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. Yes, more than those who watch for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is abundant redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. <laughs> 